Hello, I'm Master Sergeant Elizabeth Gelhar. And I'm Airman First Class Jill Manus, and you're listening to Beyond the Horizon, a podcast produced by the Ohio Air National Guard's 178th Wing in Springfield, Ohio. In today's show, we sat down with Colonel Dominic Fago, the new 178th Wing Commander, to talk about his career up to this point, where he sees the 178th going, and a little glimpse into his everyday life. We hope you enjoy the show. So um, if you don't mind, just give me uh, an overview of your career. Like the day that you said, okay, I'm going to enlist, what, what did your career, what did, where did it take you? Sure. I, I really didn't put much thought into joining the military. Uh, I was trying to get money for college and was going to go active duty Army. Uh, the uh, recruiting station I went to was closed, so I picked up a brochure, called the 800 number. It was the Air Guard, and that literally wow. is as much thought as I put into it. I have no uh, family that was prior military, so it was just kind of a shot in the dark. Uh, but I was enlisted as a radar maintenance person, uh, did that uh, Tech school was in Keesler, Mississippi, and then uh, went back to my unit and went to college. Uh, after college, decided I'd like to try to commission. I found out I really enjoyed the Guard and uh, was fortunate enough to get picked up as uh, air battle manager down at uh, Blue Ash. And then did that for 20-something years as a drill status guardsman. Uh, was deploying a lot, uh, kind of went into a situation where I had to either quit my civilian job or quit the Guard. Uh, it was just uh, getting impossible to balance both with the deployments. Uh, fortunately, a full-time position opened at Blue Ash, so I, I came on the full-time force. That's probably been 12 years ago. Uh, I finally became the commander at Blue Ash, did that for a few years. Went to Mansfield as a maintenance group commander on C-130s. And then I was fortunate enough to get selected to be here to uh, round my career out. So I've, I've been really lucky. Um, uh, I've done the right things uh, as far as education, but there's some luck involved, and I'm very grateful for the career I've had. Yeah, so you said you had no family in the military prior to you. What did your family think of you joining? I think they were very supportive. They just uh, they knew I wanted to go to college, and uh, I really didn't have a means to do it. So I think they were supportive of me doing it and trying to better myself. So has there been anyone in your personal life that has inspired you or and or anyone in your career that you've kind of looked up to? Yeah, boy, that, that's a, a long list of people, really, that uh, in, in my career. So I really, uh, you know, it's difficult to to picks people out. Obviously, my mom and dad were, were big influences in my career. Uh, my wife and family have been extremely supportive throughout my career. Uh, militarily, there's just been so many great leaders that I've, I've had a chance to work for and, and really helped me grow. I, I, I wasn't uh, an exceptional airman by any means, but I, I had people that cared, uh, supervisors. Uh, the re person, my recruiter, gave me a piece of advice when I was joining uh, I wasn't sure, like, am I going to be able to make it through basic training? I, I'm concerned that I'll be able to get through this. And he said, uh, just keep a good attitude and you'll get through everything. And I really kind of embraced that throughout my career, just to keep a good attitude. And it was probably some of the best advice anybody's ever given me. That's awesome. What are your goals for the base? Um, as far as the base, there's, uh, you know, there's quite a few things going on with the ops group. Uh, 
trying to trying to secure our, a future mission, make sure that we're competitive when future missions come along. Uh, the MQ-9 is not going to be flying forever. There's going to be a next uh, airframe, and to make sure we're competitive and, and considered for that. Uh, within the ISRG, uh, very similar. The mission's going through some uh, some flux, and there's some opportunities to get aligned differently to make make uh, ensure that we're m- more relevant going into the future as far as the ISRG. And the same with uh, the 123rd and Blue Ash, uh, the modernization uh, to make sure that that uh, we're recognized as a, a leader, a the best air control squadron. So when the modernization happens, we're, we're one of the units that are part of that. So I, I think modernization and continuing to be relevant, ready and relevant is is the key. Yeah, ready and relevant. Um, moder- modernization is like super important to keep every, everyone relevant um, in every career field, I feel like. Um, so what are, what are your personal goals? Uh, in this new position? Um, I've, I kind of come to this with a, uh, um, I'm in a great place with this with this position. I, I really didn't expect to be here. Uh, I think I have the tools to do it well, but I'm not, uh, I'm not here for any personal gain. I'm working here to retirement. I'm not looking for that next step. So um, personally, I've had a, a just a wonderful guard career. I've done a lot of great things. Um, setting humility aside, but I've, I've had a lot of opportunities to do some really cool things, and uh, I, I want to make sure that I round out my career successful and finish strong. So I, I really want to do uh, what's best for the wing. There's really what's best for Nick is really isn't in the consideration, and it's really a good place to come to work for and just try and uh, do your best to help the wing and help the airmen succeed. Yeah, of course. And so you said that this is kind of like a finish line for you uh, of your career. You're going to retire after this? Absolutely, yes. We're, uh, um, you know, we're looking to travel, my wife and I, and do some things. So uh, she's she's been very supportive throughout my career. I've spent over three years uh, deployed in the Middle East, uh, so where we've been together just on deployments, uh, takeaway tech schools, and all the other things. So, um, you know, we've sacrificed a fair amount, and uh, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to do some traveling and do some of the things um, that we didn't get to do along the way. Mm-hmm, exactly. Make up for some of that lost time. What What does a, a normal day look like for you? That's a good question. Uh, there there really isn't a normal day. There's there's a fair amount of meetings. There's a whole lot of signing things, but uh, there's just really different challenges that come out every day. It's sort of uh, there's some planning. I'd say thirty percent of my day is planned, and seventy percent is reactionary to to things that are happening around me. And uh, it, it's a challenge because I, I don't want the I want to try to control the job, not have the job control me, but uh, some days it's just not possible. There's things that pop up, and uh, it's, it's, there's no one thing that I do any day. And uh, I kind of like that. I like the variety. I like the challenge. So it's enjoyable for me. And so what has it been like um, the past, what, couple months? Yeah, I've been here in the seat about three months now, and it's been it's been fantastic. The people here have been very receptive to me. Um, just really every organization I've been in now is just uh, outstanding NCOs, airmen, officers uh, that that really are are concerned about uh, really unselfish. They want to do what's best for the mission and what's best for the wing, and uh, it's it's great to be part of a team like that. and And I really enjoy it. And folks have been fantastic here. So I know that you said you're fairly new to the position, um, but if you could kind of think about like the last three months or if 
you may not have something in the last three months, just over your career, what do you feel has been the most rewarding part of what you do? Uh, for me, absolutely, uh, 100% the most rewarding thing that drives me is um, having the influence and the ability to help other people now. Um, it's really awesome when I see somebody commission or somebody get that promotion that I, I played a small part in their career. And, and I mentioned earlier uh, with Airman Manus about uh, people that helped me along in the career, and they probably don't even know that they helped me. And uh, I, I'm hoping that I'm able to pass that along because I'm, I'm very grateful uh, for the people that helped guide me and helped get me to where I am today. And I, I, I really giving it my absolute best effort to help other people achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. That's awesome. If you were to give one message to the airmen here at the 178th, what is it that you would like them to hear? Just embrace the opportunity, the, the people that you, you get to work with every day. Uh, you'll get out of this what you put into it, but if you embrace the opportunity to be here, to do your job and learn from some really awesome people, this will be a fantastic experience. If you come in and do the minimum and just show up and go home and don't show any initiative, that's what you'll get out of this. But if you come in and you embrace it and you look to your leadership and you ask them questions, they want to help you succeed. So absolutely embrace your opportunities here, and, and it will be one of the most rewarding things you'll do for your entire life. Yeah, that's what's really great about the 178th is it offers so many opportunities for so many different people. So you talked about after retirement that you want to travel. Where is the top place that you want to go? Boy, that's a tough question because we've, we've been to a lot of places already, but uh, uh, I really like Europe. Uh, Germany and Italy are, I'd say, two of my favorite places to go. So we're, we're definitely going to do some, uh, some traveling in Europe, yeah, but uh, some tropical locations as well. Uh, definitely not any desert or environments. We've, I've done enough of that, so I'm going to try and stay away from the deserts. Very understandable. <laughs> okay, so I think about being um, an installation commander, and I think about the um, my, I think about my career so far, um, and I've only been in for three years now, and I just could never imagine myself one day being even you know, a group commander, much less a commander of an entire installation. So during your career, was that like a goal for you or did it just kind of happen? That's, uh, you know, and I don't know if my path is typical, but it was never a goal of mine. Uh, I really just, every job I've had, I've embraced, I've enjoyed it. And the next thing just kind of happened. Uh, I will say I did want to be the commander of the 123rd, which is sort of a mini installation commander. Uh, that was sort of uh, became a goal of mine after a while in my career. It wasn't early on. It wasn't when I commissioned that I thought I'd be the commander someday. Uh, but beyond that, everything else has just kind of fallen into place for me. Uh, I've been, like I said, there's some luck involved, but it, it's just not something that I aspired to be ever. So again, over your career, did you have any mission that you were a part of that was your favorite or was memorable? Uh, again, I, I, I've, I've gotten to do a lot of things, being with Blue Ash and deploying with uh, the unit overseas all those times and uh, going through some pretty tough times uh, really creates a bond there. It was, uh, it, it was extremely challenging on some of those deployments, but 
you know, you came back with a sense of pride and your head held high that you went and did your very best and contributed. Uh, going to Mansfield, uh, kind of same thing, making those C-130s fly, uh, being part of that team, uh, getting a look out your window and watching aircraft take off was pretty cool. And then coming here and just working with the with the team and seeing the different mission sets. So they're all um, – you know, I can't pick one above the other. I've been fortunate to get to do a lot of different things. So for all of the airmen that you now command, is there anything that you um, would like to see from them as you're serving them and they're essentially giving back to you? What would what would you like to see from them? I, I just I really just want the airmen to come out and give their very best effort. Uh, be willing to accept feedback. You're going to do things that are wrong. Uh, I've been willing in my career when somebody's told me I've done something wrong, I've embraced that because uh, I ultimately know that person cares about me if they're taking the time to help me fix something I'm doing wrong. Yeah, so be receptive to feedback. Come in with a good attitude, which the recruiter told me when I joined up, uh, and, and you'll be you'll do fine. What is your or what has been um, one of your biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome and how did you take that um, and implement it into um, your leadership? I'd say the biggest personal obstacle for me is I'm in, you might not believe this, but I'm actually a very introverted person and uh, I've, I've had to embrace that. And how I've done that is uh, early on in my career and as a uh, civilian, I was a DSG for 20 something years. I was in sales. Uh, I embraced every opportunity I had to speak in front of uh, an audience, and that definitely helped me out to embrace those fears or, or make myself, force myself to be uncomfortable with that. And I still do that today. I'll go and, uh, around and I talk to people, and it, sometimes I'm, I'm extremely awkward, but I'll power through it and, and, and have those conversations with people because uh, I think it's important to, to get to know folks. I'm much more comfortable talking one-on-one to somebody than, than talking to a group. But, but overall, I, I have, I'm really it doesn't bother me to talk to a, a large group anymore either. So, so I'm, I'm, I understand my, my willingness or my wanting to be introverted, and I can do that outside of here somewhat. Uh, you probably meet some friends of mine that would say I'm, I'm very quiet, but uh, I, I can't really do that in this job, and, and I don't mind getting out of, out of my comfort zone. What did your, um, like your wife, your family, what did they think when you came with them with, I'm going to be the wing commander of the 178th. How did they react to that? Yeah, that's kind of funny because we're uh, they they don't really we're, we don't really talk about it. So I don't know that they really. I mean, they came to the change of command. I think that gave them a little more feel of of what Dad does. But I don't think they've really. Um, you know, it's just not what we talk about around the home so much. So I'm sure they're proud of me. They think it's cool, but they probably think, how can somebody as goofy as you be in charge of a wing? Is I'm certain if you asked them, they'd say that because I, I'm, I can be pretty silly at home. That's awesome. And, you know, I mean, being a commander, you a lot of the time, most of your job, you have to be pretty serious and stern. So I get how when you come home, you kind of are the complete opposite of that because you got to have that balance. So do you have anything else you would like to add um, about being the wing commander? Anything you else you would like to say to your airmen or just anything in general you would like to add? Yes, I would like to add uh, 
really is just an honor to be part of this wing, to be here in command of this wing. Uh, we have uh, a great team here. Uh, obviously, uh, it, it makes the job a lot easier when you have uh, great people around you. And uh, I'm really just embracing it and enjoying it. So, uh, so far, it's been awesome being here. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us um, and talk. I've really enjoyed getting to know you um, more. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's conversation, remember to subscribe for more. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 178th Wing. You can also write to us at beyondthehorizonpodcast at gmail.com. We hope to see you next time. Until then, keep your eyes on the horizon.